dear world, happy school season. I love back to school shopping and I love school particularly just like the rhythms of it. It is so good for my soul. Um, School is starting in my county today. The school that I work at isn't starting quite yet. Um, And I know a lot of schools aren't starting yet, but the school rhythm is starting a lot of places in America. And so I am all here for it. I love it. Today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter as I am in Illinois, actually in my grandparents' house, which they moved into when my mom was in fifth grade. So this house has been um, part of the family for a very long time, um, which is fun. I love uh, just the idea of that and just having it be this thing that has um, lasted so long. Um, it's just cool to think about, like, I look up at the ceiling and it's (laughs) popcorn ceiling with sparkles in it because that's what my mom wanted when she was moving in here at whatever, 10 years old (laughs) and they've just never changed it. And so there's obviously a lot of things that have changed over the years. Um, after she lived in here, obviously my, one of my uncles lived in here, but then for most of my growing up, it was a patriotic thing. We called it the red, white, and blue room, but it's now yellow and has more of like a, a gardeny theme, but still has a sparkle popcorn ceiling. <laughs> so it's always um, just fun to think about that. But so anyways, my the episode will be a little shorter because of that. Um, home doing all sorts of fun things. So don't have quite as long to record, but I want to talk about how to do transitions well. I feel in a lot of ways, like I have been in the same season since January, 2020. Well, really February, 2020. I had to get home. The transition, the time between when I bought my plane ticket and got back to the States was like, uh, 72 hours, I think. It was very quick and chaotic and hard. And it really felt like God was pressing pause on my life. And obviously that doesn't happen. And God doesn't press pause on my life. And he's still doing things. And he was doing things in that time too. But it really, um, I struggle still. It's been, uh, you know, a year and a half. And I still feel like, okay, God, when are you going to press on pause? Because in my mind, pressing on pause is going to be the borders opening and me going back. Um, But he's done so much in this time. And like, even just looking at it in six months chunks, he has been like so active. And me and my therapist talk about it a lot of like, I have done a lot of growing in this season. And so like, my life is not paused. Um, That season or that that work is paused and that's heartbreaking and it's but it's it's not paused completely it's paused in the way that I thought it would look but it can look other ways and and figuring that out and this season is well there's been multiple seasons within this season of feeling like things are paused and God has just done a lot of incredible things and um I've grown so much and so I think as as the school year starts again. And for a lot of us, that is like a transition, a new season. Um, I want to read this passage over us and 
say a little prayer and yeah. So this is Hebrews 12 and I'm reading the ESV. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. I love where it says, lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. To think about laying aside every weight, every worry, everything this world puts on us, and and put it, laying that all down in addition to laying down our sins, to allow us to run freely to Christ. Um, I think that's incredible. Continuing with verse three, consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted in your struggle against sin you have not yet resisted the point to shedding your blood and have you forgotten the exhortation that addressed addresses you as sons my son do not lightly do not regard lightly the discipline of the lord nor be weary when reproved by him for the lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives it is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who discipline us and we respect them. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> Shall we not much more be subject to the father of spirits and life? and live sorry for they discipline us for a short time as it seemed best to them but he disciplines us for good for our good that we may share his holiness for the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it i think in switching seasons we can look at some of the things of the past of the past season and just the past in general and and look at the ways that um, we have failed and like how God has disciplined us and what we need to do walking into this new season to um, bring in healthier practices and lead us away from harmful thought processes and actions and um, attitudes and yeah how we can um, we can see the the big discipline of God that feels hard, but also the gentle ways that he disciplines us. And now continuing in verse 12. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled, that no one is sexually immoral or unholy like Esau, who sold his birthright for a single meal. For you know that afterward, when he desired to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no chance to repent, though he sought it with tears. I think uh, there's a couple big things here. Um, just picking yourself up and not... Um, not living in the seasons of hard and, and just 
like yes we have to live in those seasons at times but like picking yourself up and walking forward and believing that God is doing a new thing um is so important and then striving for peace with everyone I struggle with this I really do and especially in the church today where there is just I think it's more the world today and not just the church but like there are so many hot button topics that we like to you know have big debates about but like what if we could all just look to Jesus and um oh just lean on him and the truth of who he is and walk together in unity what a gift that would be um and then this one this gets me good that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble I have a very hard time with not living in the past um I think it's part of the reason that I struggle with friendship like I've talked about before is I have a hard time believing that like other people can change and sometimes that's because I have a hard time changing myself and so I'm like well it's going to continue to be this way but like that is not a healthy way to live like we have to let go of things and not hold this bitterness because bitterness is only hurting us um, and hurting our future relationships and future endeavors and whatever. Uh, we have to like lay all these things down and, and laying down the sin and laying down the, the weight and laying down these, these troubles that we've had in the past with people or with situations, whatever, and just like walking forward um, into into a new season. Um, I wish I didn't have to say this, but because this is how the world works today, obviously there is a difference between laying down um, and forgiving and situations. Uh, there are situations where like you do have to like cut off completely or you do have to like seek legal help. And like if you are in an abusive situation, that is not something that you like assume that season is over and lay down and forgive and walk forward with that person that's like when you need to get help um and that's not what this passage is saying this passage is saying is not saying that you should continue to endure that because that's not what God is calling you to if you weren't in a situation like that there are so many resources um so anyways I hate that that's something that I have to say but unfortunately in today's world it is Okay, I'm going to finish up this passage now, starting again in verse 18. For you have not come to what may be touched, a blazing fire and darkness and gloom and tempest and the sound of a trumpet and a voice whose words made the hearers beg that no further message be spoken to them, for they could not endure the other that was given. If even a best, if even a beast touches the mountain, it shall be stoned. Indeed, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in feastal gathering. I for sure said that wrong. I'm so sorry. And to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See that you do not refuse him who is speaking, for if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less will we escape if we reject him who warns from heaven. 
At that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised. Yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of all things that are shaken. That is, things that have been made in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that, kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. I'm going to read that last verse one more time. Uh, the last two verses, so 27 and 28. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken, that is, things that have been made, in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, and thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. I am praying this passage over all of you that we can all walk into this new season um, whether you're really doing a transition in life, like going to school or starting, you know, teaching, whatever, um, or you're just continuing in your everyday thing that you um, can start fresh today, uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, all the things. Like, if you need a reset, allow allow this to be a reset and allow your um, heart to be renewed in the truth of the gospel and what that means um, for you. I think it is so important that we are grounded in God's word. And so I want to do these every now and again that I, I am just kind of reading a passage and sharing some thoughts. So yes, that's all I have for you today, friends. I hope that you are encouraged by this message. If you are, please share with your friends and rate and review. I would appreciate that so much. Oh, and subscribe wherever you listen. That would be awesome. I will talk to you all on Wednesday. So that's all that I've got. Love, Leanne.